0: Hello, everyone. We are back. I'm joined yet again by Chains, And this go around, we're going to be discussing a something of a taboo subject, I would guess. Well, not really. It's getting more out there. But still, I don't even think people understand the depth and the scope of it or even what they're talking about. But we're going to be talking about boys and males in trafficking. And I guess we'll give some history because there's a lot of dark history here in the United States for that, that this is roots in. And whatever you may hear, whatever you may be told, it, uh, it is still going very, very strong. And there's a growing demand for it here in the United States. Um, so, I don't know. Is that is that good enough of an intro to cover oh, the basics?
1: Yeah. Yep.
0: yep. Okay. All right trying to think if there was anything else that I needed to say as a disclaimer beforehand but I'm drawing a blank. So
1: well, I mean, we're going to step on people's toes, that's just how it is. Yeah.
0: Uh yeah, that is very true cuz this this one gets for some reason, well, I know the reason, but it this one gets under people's skin whether you're in the game or whether you're on the other side of it or whether you're just a civilian out there who's sort of paying attention to what's going on. So
1: most that know us know we thrive on getting under people's skin. Anyway,
0: that's it. That's it. We're the uh,
1: we're those the little
0: symbiotes from Alien. That's what we are. You know, People, when you are least expecting us we burst out of people's chests. You know,
1: <laughs> so yeah, we're the ones that everybody's mother warned them about. Yeah, exactly.
0: Oh man. So I guess uh, starting with history, as far as that goes, the biggest event that is documented well enough to be able to speak with any kind of authority on it um, would be the, uh, what's referred to as the Franklin scandal. Um,
1: and this I'm, occurred... so glad you used, I'm so glad you used the word documented because every time you turn around, you hear, you know, well, 30 people were saved or 60 people were saved, but no, there might have been six.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, well, it's it's always the... They're always counting... Bloating their numbers up because it's got to look good because they've got grants to apply for and money to get. So, yeah. So
1: always comes back to that. Worst one, really, that I think that just from our, from my knowledge, our knowledge, whoever, you know, anybody that's around. uh, I do really firmly believe that. Yeah, I think the Franklin scandal was pretty much the biggest one that was ever uncovered.
0: Yeah, yeah. And the sad thing is to think about how much it took to even get that into the public light. And you wonder how many other places have, or they probably not as well funded or organized uh, instances that are still thriving to this day because they got covered up and, and people died who knew about it. Yeah. yeah. So, but what we're referring to and, and I'm not going to go into any great detail here, We probably will at some point, don't you think? Do a little, like a history bit. Oh, yeah. So I won't go into too much detail, but also because I would love if our listeners would actually look into this for themselves Um, because, you know, we could spoon-feed you the whole story and you could sit here and take it in, but I'd much rather you go and you start to read some of these firsthand accounts and these witness statements. Um, It's one thing coming from us. You kind of expect us now to be that, voice of, wow, that, that just happened, but uh, go out there and realize that we're saying it because other people have said it, people that we may or may not have talked to in real life, um, and, and this stuff is very real. It's not a fiction. It's not a movie. It's not a Hollywood. Um, this, this is stuff that chain reaction is still carrying on, and, and people are still, um, and Haas, I'm going to use it, but it is apl- applicable in this state. They're still broken. To this day. Um, but anyway, uh, Franklin was, uh, it actually was based around a credit union um, in Franklin, Nebraska. And uh, say what again? Go ahead,
1: go ahead, but it was uh, Omaha, Nebraska.
0: It was, okay, it was Omaha, Nebraska, the Franklin Credit Union. Um, and there was a lot of very prominent, very powerful people that were attached to this because of who the CEO of this credit union was. Um, and again, I'm not going to go into the whole details here because there's a lot to be said about who this individual was and who he was connected with. But, uh, needless to say, the credit union was the starting point for an investigation, which is why the scandal is named after it, because this is where the money went. And in this world, it's always about the money, which is again, and I don't want to go too tangenty here, but it needs to be said that this is why we have such a, a, Huge, I'm trying to think of a nice word, pet peeve about the funding issue because human trafficking is born, bred, and spawned off of money. It's a business and you can't treat it as anything else. That's all these people see it as. Yeah, there's pervs and there's twisted, you know, shitheads out there who do this stuff, but it's primarily a business that feeds off of perversion.
1: So well, and a lot of NGOs have turned into that too, and I know I always exactly really that direction, but they're just as guilty.
0: Exactly, and that's why we have such a huge issue with the, with what we've called secondhand pimping. It's because they're adapting the exact same principles and operating structure of trafficking groups tra- of of the correct, uh, yeah. So anyhow. Um, from that point, it was found that there was a very, can I name who it was or do we need to hold off on naming where the victims were coming from? The boys, primarily. Pardon me? I said, can I name them or do I need to hold off naming where the where a large portion of the victims were coming from? Be vague about it?
1: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you, okay.
0: If anybody knows anything about Omaha there is one particular institution in Omaha that is
1: press it was Omaha Nebraska because there is yes. more than
0: one in Omaha. Yes, Omaha Nebraska. Yes. Um there is a very well-known institution that is there that is supposed to be for the uh, care of children specifically boys. It has boys right in the name and it is receives a ton of grant money from the government and from private donors every year this institution was responsible for the buying and selling of boys that they would send to a very powerful place in this country to be abused by very powerful men whose names you all would know if I said them. Um, And this was happening at a highly alarming rate. The number of victims that were taken being provided uh, FAA plane clearance by the government because this was all about powerful people who could order this kind of thing. And... uh, at the end of the day, there were only about three investigators. There was an attorney, a private investigator, and what, one FBI agent?
1: Yeah, I mean, there were a few that were involved, but, by, yeah, by the, by the time all the dust cleared, there was just a, there was really just a handful of, of people left, really. When, when
0: yeah, and they were the only ones who were spearheading and forcing this investigation to go through um it wound up being a senate hearing on the matter um the fbi got involved the fbi wound up uh perverting the course of justice grossly and intentionally throughout the entire case um going so far as to use actual enhanced interrogation techniques to make witnesses change their stories um people were murdered people bodies would come up missing there was a lot of um, uh, surprising suicides that occurred in the midst of this. Um, and uh, everybody in the middle of it was just collateral damage. There was a lot of people who were willing to do whatever it took to cover up and make it, make their per- make sure their personal image was intact. And these are people who are still in positions of power to this day because um, well,
1: they to do it because of the how far it did reach.
0: Yes, exactly. And again, we will go more into depth and in more detail And another date on this, because this is very important for anyone in human counter human trafficking to understand, because Franklin scandal was or is probably the best example. um, Case study, what what have you for how this works in the United States, because remember, this is why we keep harping that this isn't Taiwan. This isn't Uganda. This isn't Brazil. This is the United States. Trafficking is an entirely different animal here than it is in another country. This is why we talk about keeping your own backyard clean, folks, because it works entirely different here. So I'm not going to rant too much more. You can tell I'm getting my my ire up. But um, anyway, moving on with that, that was really the first showcase that showed just how large of a demand there was in the United States for boys as victims of human trafficking. And
1: were females involved too.
0: Yes. Oh yes. There was, there was definitely female victims in, in, in the midst of this as well, but it showed, I, I guess it showcased what was originally thought to be non-existent. Um, right. cause uh, most of the agencies at the time and, and uh, probably most of the social working, uh, agencies and the NGOs that were in existence at the time who even thought about this sort of thing. Um, boys didn't get abused that just didn't happen that was the occasional scandal with the catholic church that was the occasional pedophile but it wasn't a a commercialized aspect of the sex industry it was one or two um twisted individuals out there who who had that kind of a taste and when franklin broke you realized just how big of an industry it was and how much of a demand there was for it and the biggest problem with getting this message out there, aside from everybody who's trying to cover it up is the fact that guys, it's who we are. It's in our, it's in our very nature. We don't, we are not victims. You know, if you try to make us a victim, we're going to deny it. If we, if we are abused, we're going to deny it. We're going to hide it away in the back of our heads. Um, because that didn't happen to us. We're a, we're a man. That sort of thing doesn't happen to us. I guess you could call it ego, but it's not, it's not necessarily even ego. It's, it's a survival trait. And we talk about this frequently because um, it's hard to get vic- male victims of human trafficking um, to get help because they don't want to admit even to themselves what's happening. Uh, I mean, just, just even the number that we've seen come forward versus how many we know are, in, are, are involved or be, being abused. You know, I mean, I, I can think of you know, very few cases that we've had where that have involved male victims of any sort. I mean, you, you've been, you were in it longer than I were. Uh, you know, you've been in it longer than I have been. So you've, you've got a little bit even better perspective than I do. But, I mean, can you think of that many where a male has come forward and said, I need help?
1: Well, you know, if you look at some of the, and, you know, I'm not one to quote statistics, uh, but, you know, they, they say, you know, it was about one in every five is what it's turned into. Yeah. And, but when it comes down to brass tacks, the ones you'll actually know about, you're looking at maybe one in every 50 will come out about it. Yes. Because your male ego sets in, you know, you're, if you admit something, you're weak, you know, you have those kind of, that's just the stigma that's around the male persona.
0: Yeah. Yep
1: can't let anything you're not standing on the railroad tracks again are you
0: no i just always for some reason i always find myself by them whenever i decide to hit you up to record these so as long as you're not thinking about laying across them we're good no 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 i got i got too much to do yet before that before that day comes you there yeah i'm still here okay all right anyway um so yeah yeah no there is there is one individual who I would say is probably one of the most outspoken advocates and whistleblowers who was himself a victim can can we can we plug him on here or do we need to keep him unnamed?
1: Um, yeah, I think we keep him unnamed for right okay. now until he gives us the go ahead, okay, all right. Uh, He survived Franklin.
0: Um, He has had multiple instances of his life being threatened. um, Some actual attempts on his life. Um, He will not back down and he will not shut up about what, what really went on and the full extent and the darkness that this particular aspect of human trafficking encompasses. And we're talking guys, satanic, dark stuff, like the really dark stuff. And I know the FBI's official stance is that there is, that there has never been a confirmed case of a cult or a satanic organization committing human sacrifice. But I'm here to tell you that that's a line of BS that they have to say because they work for people who are the ones sacrificing humans. So conspiracy, call me conspiracy theorist or whatever you want to, that's just the reality of it. And um, this individual is, has actual stories. He has documented places where he observed this stuff happening while he was himself a victim. So I know we've got, things in the works where we re- where we want to reach out to him and maybe have him even do a talk for us, but we'll see if that ever comes to be, and when that time comes, you guys will get to hear some very chilling and some very disturbing realities that exist, and they exist right under your noses in Small Town USA. Um, so, that said, uh, where was I, Hos? I was with the... Sorry, I got I got distracted on the...
1: That's, this is a first well, for me. I lost my train of thought. We're back to this issue of you know the the men and boys that are being trafficked. It's we've even been to the been to where even the people in the task forces are like, well, that doesn't happen. Yes. So, are you still there?
0: Yeah, I'm still here um with me I mean, and honestly yeah go ahead
1: okay no i was just making sure you were still with me
0: so yeah no it 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 did a robot twinge real fast we probably have some of our fan club listening in now but um yeah no because like you said there's been some of the agencies that we've dealt with in other states uh localized task forces and actually i think i think the only task force or organization, rather agency that we've worked with that will say, "Yeah, it happens." Is is Homeland Security? I mean, they're the ones who came out with that stat that it's one in five.
1: Yeah. Aside from, you know, there are a couple of NGOs that are out there that definitely recognize it. You know. Yes. Uh, uh, but you know, you most NGOs that are out there they cater to the female population. It's you know, so it's yeah. Right.
0: Well, and I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it up again. But really, if you think about it, with all of the various things that are being pushed in our culture right now, um, the sore subject of of you know the the mistreatment of women and the exaggeration of that in in its various facets. And I'm not gonna say it doesn't happen. It very much does. But how they are constantly pushing. Women in every form as victims, and granted they're easier to victimize, which so there's a reality to that, but uh, organizations tend to utilize this uh, sore point within society because it gets them more money you know it, it comes right back to that you know if you talk about yeah i'm helping I'm helping boys who are victims of human trafficking I'm helping boys who were raped um, and sold that's that's a dirty i mean that's even dirtier than human trafficking uh, people hear that and they just kind of go oh and they cringe and they get uncomfortable and they don't know what to say and you know somebody comes up to you and and they they've got a uh a pamphlet talking about these poor girls are in are in chains and they're being sold and they're being raped and they're forced into prostitution yada yada you're gonna read that and then you read the one about boys right exactly and it's it's very hard to get people to uh, I guess just stay tuned to you long enough. You're still there? Rain. Yeah, I'm still here. Am I tuning in and out?
1: Can you hear me? We still live. Still
0: Can you here? hear me now? Still here. Uh,
1: still
0: here. Okay. Um, so we were with the agencies, um, homeland and a couple NGOs out there that actually are the ones who acknowledge that this is an occurrence and, uh, came up with the one in five. But the interesting thing to me about the one in five is to put that in perspective. Next time you go to your children's school or a Sunday school class, a ball game, look around you and look at the kids, and realize that the statistic of one of them being sexually abused in some way, coupled with the statistic of one in five, you're looking, every time you go to one of those events, you're looking at someone who's a victim.
1: Well, sometimes even look in your own family, you know, count how many yes. kids you have and think about it.
0: Yes. Yeah, it's, it's a sobering reality, it really is. And it's getting worse all the time. Um, and even beyond trafficking, this this ties directly into the whole uh, pedophilia problem, because you know it's it's boys seem to be more so than even girls. Um, younger the better. Uh, You know, you're talking the the toddlers, the three to four year olds, you know, it's their prime, prime targets for this to happen. And all the same rules apply to them for trafficking as it does to females. It's just, will you recognize it? Because guys aren't going to react to it the same way.
1: Sorry, I had to step away for a brief
0: moment. No, oh, you're good. Um,
1: what did I miss for that just a few seconds?
0: Oh, just that it's all the same rules apply. Uh, of boys as they do to girls, but boys are going to behave differently. So you could be looking right at a scenario and miss it because you're thinking only that, you know, girls are the only ones who get trafficked.
1: Well, they say that anyway. When you when you hear anything relating to traffic, they always say that. Well, you know, will will you recognize
0: it? Yes. Uh,
1: but of course, you know, it's prominently the female. Um, you know, there was just something on a midwestern news station where they had a. Uh, um, I'm not going to call her a survivor because to me, she's still a victim because of how she's being exploited.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay. But, yeah.
1: But she was like, well, people are saying, you know, why didn't you get out? And I'm saying, well, why didn't you see me? Mm-hmm. You know? And that's true. But, but yeah. like, no matter what, going back to the male ego, and I don't care what anybody says, the male ego is one of the most fragile things in the world. Yes, it is. The male ego just won't... If if you really researched it, I'm sure you're going to find that there's been more male suicides due to abuse than what there has been female.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm. I'm just saying uh, that's a shot in the dark. But I'm sure if you really looked at it and really started researching it, that's what you'll find. Mm-hmm. Uh, due to that fact, like I said, male, male, males have this air. You know, they have this facade they have.
0: Yeah. Yep. Well, and you know, it's. I don't know. I don't know if I want to say it's uh sociological conditioning or, or what, but oh, it
1: is.
0: well, you try and, you know, have a male victim try to f- say something to somebody, how are they going to react? You know, are they going to look at them like, uh, you know, don't get too close to me. You're going to, you know, you're going to infect me or yeah. there's the stigma that goes with that too. So if they even do muster up, up enough courage to ask someone for help or say, Hey, I've went through this and I'm really struggling. You know, you're going to get a lot of people who are going to overreact, underreact, or just react.
1: Well, and I'm not going to sit there and bash the homosexuality and all of that. I'm not going to. Uh, But if a male says he was trafficked, that's immediately what people think. Well, you're you're homosexual. Right. No, you were the victim of some sick son of Person,
0: <laughs> I liked where you were going with the first one. Go ahead. Got yeah. in the
1: goddamn face.
0: <laughs> yes, yes.
1: You know, I mean, and, and yeah, I, yeah. Anyway,
0: you know, and I get
1: wound up, especially with the, with all the, the rescues that have been done. And yes, we can actually go and say that we have done. We can honestly say that. Yeah. Yes. we're not going yes. to show how many or anything and we're not going to throw people's names or any of that shit like everyone else does but what I am going to say is we have been in situations where we were going in knowing there were females being trafficked and we've stumbled across the males that were being trafficked yes and I personally have seen the situations where the of course, you know, the, the female population knows that they have more help. They do. Mm-hmm. They know that there's more help out there than what there are for males. And that's mainly because you go down the list of NGOs that are out there or any kind of organization at all, whether it's government or non and see how many of them are actually there to help the male population. It ain't. Yeah. That. I mean, there's a few. There are. But there's always somebody with open arms for for a female. Dude. Mm-hmm. So you, know, you can you can take it for what it's worth. I'm still at the issue, and yeah, maybe this is the the you know we'll call it whatever the white trash, the whatever that's instilled in me, but you know you're gonna harm somebody in that way you, just, you deserve to die yeah Just that simple you know that's the you know all the militant the redneck whatever you want to call it <laughs> but you know it's ask anybody that's crossed my path that that, that we've been, you know i mean they can they can, they can they can verify that
0: yeah yeah no joke
1: verify it's not a pleasant experience
0: yeah
1: um you know i you know no father wants to ever see his daughter being harmed that's all you ever hear
0: you know mm-hmm.
1: he have no fury if somebody touches my daughter but what about your son yeah <laughs> you know what so it's okay if they harm your son but they can't touch your daughter you know yeah like you said it's
0: the way we're conditioned yep and because of that and with the rise because it is increasing in the number and the frequency uh in the abuse and the trafficking of of boys um there are so many who like you said are, are ending up taking their own life and You know, you'll because you'll hear it on the news or or wherever else, you know, it's like, well, we don't understand. He seemed to be perfectly fine doing well in school and didn't, you know, there was no reason why he should have committed suicide yet. Well, maybe you should have been paying closer attention to his life. You know, maybe instead of a high five at the dinner table, you should have been observing the signs that told you that something was very, very wrong.
1: Well, there's been a lot of things that were uncovered. You know, you have the things that went on at the college. Yes. One in the churches. Yes. Those, those are there, you know. People, those aren't one in a million things. They aren't one in a thousand. Those are one in a hundred. Yeah. You know. Don't sit and think that it's a rare occasion. It's rare no. because it was uncovered. Yeah. That's what's the rare occasion is that it was uncovered because it's going on every day just like it is the females. Mm-hmm. Well I said it goes back to, you know, anybody that's a trafficker is, you know, to me and I can say this from where I've been, is, you know, you're not worth the dirt on it on somebody's shoes. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you're willing to exploit someone, like I said, is you to be shot
0: yeah. Yep. Exactly.
1: Uh, you know, I, I'm not going to sit there, and I don't want us to sit there and talk to people and, and start giving them all the statistics of, of everything. But like I said, no matter what, statistics are statistics. You know, how are you going to sit there and compare? People do it every day trying to compare LeBron, LeBron
0: James to Michael Jordan, you know. Yeah, yeah. See it all the time,
1: you know, compare – Tom Brady to Peyton Manning, you know, you know, this world
0: isn't about statistics, you know? Well, people like the statistics because they're controllable. I mean, there's something that they can get their hands on and it shields their psyche from having to deal with the reality. Because if you reduce a human down to a number, they lose their humanity and you don't have to, you don't have to feel yucky about it.
1: Well, and if you promote a statistic, it makes you sound smart.
0: There, there is that as well. Yeah, like you're in the know.
1: I mean, that makes it sound like you really know your shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And that's what you know is shit. You know,
0: exactly.
1: Until you've, walked, you know, until you've walked those miles, you just don't know. And people that say, "Oh, we understand what
0: that what that traffic person went through." My ass. Yeah. You know, yep. Um, unless you were, you know, unless you, you were preyed upon, I think it's bogus. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. 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 And,
1: and, and, you know, and you'll hear us make those remarks of you know tell that, you know tell that kid, you know tell that child, you know why that three hundred pound man's on top. You know? Mm. Hmm.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah. Take your statistics and go home.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. You know, you it, it's, it's a horrible thing. We all know it's horrible. We can Talk about it until we're blue in the face. We all know it's wrong, even though there are people out there that are trying to get, you know, they're trying to recognize, what is it they're trying to recognize? Uh, to see. And, Pedophilia as a religion or something? Or
0: some sexual sort of orientation.
1: Sexual orientation, that would be. Some people do. Yep. It with uh, <laughs> um, you know, there's. You know, and, and the thing with the trafficking of the of the of male gender, um, you know, you were born, you're either born with an X or a Y chromosome.
0: Yeah. You are.
1: How it is exactly? It's just how it is. You know, um, granted, I mean, women, traffic, men, and, and young and young young men. It does happen, you know, but there's more where men are looking for male victims.
0: Yes. Yes, and and the truth is, and, and this isn't this isn't a hard fast rule by any means, but the reality is that in a lot of cases you will find that the clientele, the market for boys is in the more powerful sectors, the ones where.
1: And the money. Yes. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. You know, it, it, it was like that there was a, thing years ago in california and i'm, I'm going to get off topic but yet it kind of sh- does touch on the topic where you know there was a group of men that were paying huge money to be with the freshest male corpse that came in to mort to the mortuary
0: yeah yeah i remember that i remember hearing about or reading about that yeah
1: you know there, i mean and they were—they weren't just paying, you know. Here's fifty bucks, or if I—I mean, they were paying thousands, <laughs> you know. I mean, granted, necrophilia is necrophilia,
0: <laughs> right, right.
1: It's out there, but you have to think about it. Of, it's just that, you know, the 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 money market for a male it is just tremendous. Whatever, a, whatever. A woman brings at a sale mm-hmm. it will be multiplied several times for a male.
0: Yep. And you talk about a four or five year old little boy, you're talking. They'll bring tens like, of thousands.
1: Yeah, I can't even tell you how many thousands they'll bring. Yep. Uh, I mean, uh, I, I've, I've seen a lot of horrific stuff over the years and. Yeah, I, I God honestly can't even tell you the type of money. It is. I mean, it's ridiculous.
0: Yeah. Yep. And then
1: so more ridiculous is the fact that people let it go on.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah, and, and absolutely. They let it go on. is because they think, oh, someone else will take care of it.
0: Yeah. Oh, I can't handle that. Oh, it, that's someone else's job.
1: Well, and, and, and we get that a lot. Yeah, and, and that's, that's fine if you even understand the fact of okay, it's not your job you know, but yeah. it is your job to at least recognize it and pay attention. If you can't see the difference in your child, your neighbor's child, whoever if you can't recognize the difference between a normal normal behavior you know uh, yeah I'm, I'm just I'm, I'm damn near speechless about it all because I don't even really uh, I try to bite my tongue so much
0: <laughs> yeah 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 well it's easier because it's easier when you and I just talk or us and the other guys on the team talk because then we can just go full vent but when we're in this mode we've got to <laughs> make it at least coherent you know not like a bunch of bull apes roaring at each other in rage you know <laughs> so <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah well yeah i mean even when we're out talking with the public i you know we still get that where we start getting a little wound up you know
0: yeah Yep. Yeah. well you know funny speaking of you know people being aware about about what to even look for i was talking to somebody just uh, uh a day ago actually about, you know, it was a heavily populated area. They were involved in a, in a sports franchise. They were uh, a well-known sports franchise. They had a position in it. Um, and uh, I was explaining to them that these types of events are magnets for, for traffickers. And I saw his eyes get huge, and he started telling me he's, say what?
1: I'm sorry, I have to laugh.
0: I just laugh because well, it's cliche. It's the fish in the barrel stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry.
0: I just I have to giggle a little bit. No, no. I I'm fully with you, and I I I was trying hard not to. I mean, I was in my head. I was smiling because I'm like, you're you're kidding me. I'm having this conversation with somebody from a sports franchise, and with the college world series and all that nonsense that went on. Um. Yeah. No, I was, I'm in the same boat, but it was just interesting because I saw his eyes get big and about 15 minutes later, he comes back up to me and he starts telling me this story about something that he remembered after just a brief conversation we had had about a couple of things to be on the lookout for. And it was a situation where he saw a victim. I was just saying he, he, in retrospect, he recognized that what, what had happened was it was a victim and he was, suddenly aware of the opportunity that had just been there.
1: Well and sometimes that is actually the best way is to talk to the people about the things that they are that familiar with. You know, mm-hmm. The Super Bowl and, and you know and World Series and College World Series, you, know, you know. Yeah, the best thing to do, because it's something that they they have heard about. They do know. Yeah. Well, I've heard about that, you know. It's Like, well, then open your freaking eyes.
0: Yeah. Yep.
1: You know, but it's pretty bad, though, when we also see so many organizations that don't do anything until those same kind of things come around. Right. Uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, there's like I said, it's six of one, half dozen of the other. But it was yeah. Back to the boys, the the males being traffic. Uh, I mean, I I just I, I don't I don't know I don't want to preach to people about it, but I do. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know it, it's it's horrible. It it's but the bad part is is most of the time. The male populations left out. Yeah, and that's—I mean, it's—it's it's not fair in any way, shape, or form that, to anybody that's being victimized. No, but it's even worse because, like I said, the males are forgotten about.
0: Yes. So, well, and anytime you're looking at a male, not only do they not really have many options out there for them to turn to, but also you are going to just bet on it being a high-risk situation. I mean, okay. there with with girls, there's at least a a continuum. You know, you've got you know your your soft rescues all the way to your high risk. With the boys, it's going to be high risk because of the of the type of clientele involved.
1: Right. Right. You know, well, yeah, that's why I say even on the times where we've stumbled across male victims where we had no clue that there was even a male victim in in the whole scenario. Right. Which also tells you how secretive it is kept. Yes. You know, because it's just that, you know, you can go and, and help twenty females but you're you're just you don't get that male population that, that you find out about. It's like I said, most of the time you're being um, it's just so you're so much in the dark. There's really nothing that you can do yeah you can't prepare for it because people hide it so well
0: yes you know, and on
1: doesn't get hit because it was uh trailed one
0: time <laughs> so, exactly and on that note this is actually i've been i've been looking for a way to segue right to this point because uh chains asked a question that absolutely floored me when he asked me and this is i was couldn't believe that I had never even articulated it to myself because it's right there in front of your face. Um, but if anybody out there works in law enforcement or any kind of social services, what have you, you'll have a little bit better even understanding of the question. But it's still something that anybody needs to actually sit down and let this question sink in. And I'm going to let you have it because it was yours.
1: No, I good and- because I, you know, as many impacts as I've had to my head after I forgot what I said. oh well it was in context
0: of of talking about um we were in in our preparation for this particular uh podcast we were discussing you know the preparation you call it yeah well you know it was more us both articulating our general frustration yeah (laughs) yeah what am i talking about we never prep we just wing this (laughs) yeah so uh, But um, anyway, sitting there talking about uh, how hard it is to even investigate this stuff because of how well it's covered up, and and I don't even remember what I was talking about, but I was saying something, and then you, just just really quietly, you just said, so where are the bodies? And think about it, folks. How many times do you see the body of, of a female victim recovered? I mean, if you just... Even just watch the show uh, Forensic Files, okay? Just the documentation of criminal stuff. How many times do you see where the body of a, of, of a, um, of a trafficking victim or, or of a female victim, you know, uh, that, that was in a sexually related scenario, rape or whatever else, they find the body. Where are the bodies of the boys? And, I mean, really let that sink in because watch the news say what now Haas? nothing oh um you, you can't find very many i mean it, it's it's scary i it, and very it, it's chilling i mean if you stop and you think about it that's that's what had me was it's just suddenly realizing that this is how huge and how far reaching the cover up goes for this is the dark secret this is trafficking's dirty secret is the boys. The fact that the bodies aren't found. You very rarely hear about a body being recovered of a male victim uh, of a little boy. Um and if you do, they the news won't tell you that he was sexually assaulted. I mean, there there will be, because I mean there'll be kidnappings and that kind of stuff, things that aren't necessarily trafficking related, but that they're sex crimes against a child. And they'll tell you about those. But somebody who is tied in or somehow affiliated or associated with a trafficking or a pedophile ring the body where are the bodies and i can tell you guys because i I work again i work closely with law enforcement and i have access to a system um and across the united states there is a database for all body parts recovered um it's a way to help families identify loved ones that have been lost etc etc help with homicides you know just missing persons And I've seen the database, I've looked through it, and I can tell you that in looking through it, I have seen a lot of male, uh, adult males, I've seen a lot of elderly, I've seen a lot of females. The classification for young male boys, very, very small compared to how many are reported, compared to how many are, and that's the thing too, that's the other scary thing, compared to how many are even reported. Think about the vast number that go unreported coming from foster care systems, coming from orphanages, coming from charities that take in and care for, uh, boys and the number that go missing and are just lost to the system versus the number of bodies that are recovered is minuscule. I mean, it's, it's, it's a, if we did a percentage, it would be scary. I'm not going to even go there, but it's, it's, uh, it's chilling. I don't have any other word for it. Just the fact that it is that well orchestrated nationwide. Cause again, remember this system is nationwide. This isn't state to state. This is me being able to look at all the body parts recovered across the entire United States. And the classification for male boys, young male boys, very, very small. And this should tell you something about the nature of the problem.
1: So on that note, we need to let everybody stew and think on it.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. uh, Um,
1: We may do a, uh, I'm thinking maybe do a, uh, maybe something midweek. Okay. Maybe we'll uh, speak to someone from uh, uh, another organization get her in on the line and uh, chat with her about what she's dealt with. Cause she does a lot of things with uh, dealing with some of the gangs.
0: Yes. Oh, good. Good. So
1: We'll uh, we'll see if we can get her involved and uh, get her on the line and, and do one of these, you know, just do a little 15 minutes or 20 minutes or so. Uh, okay. Prepare people for that. I mean, I don't want to sit and harp on this. Like I said, you threw out a great point there and people need to really think about it. And that's yeah. the best thing we can do rather than sit there trying to beat it into people's heads. Just yes. Think about the evil that's there. So.
0: Yep. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, Chains is right. You guys need to really ponder this one because on t- even if you're one of those who's aware, even if you're one of those who has taken the time to educate yourself on human trafficking, remember when you're looking at the dark secret, the dirty secret of human trafficking itself, it's a different animal, it's going to look different and you've got to be able to open your eyes and wide enough to see even that and allow your allow yourself to accept it as a reality. And with that, there are sheep, there are sheep dogs and wolves and it's time to pick a side.
1: Adios guys.
0: Adios.